0: Hello, guys. Welcome to another episode of Lumia Sports. I'm your host, Demetrius Mason. No Darnell today. He's taking his rest day. Um, So I'm joined again by one Dom.
1: Double Ds, what do you do? (laughs) Yes, sir. Double Ds, double Ds.
0: And as you guys know, we now do our takes, so I wanted Dom to go first
1: before we launch. Before I launch. So, Dom, what you got? All right, so... You know, today was NFL Sunday. You know, so a bunch of play games were played, and you know there were a lot of games played, but there were two games that were significant blowouts. And they were by two powerhouses in the yeah. NFC. So, so supposed to do per, one take per per thing, but that's fine. It, it, this is one take. It's but it's two games. Just do one game now and then one later and make it two different. But it's but it's about both. It's about the two teams. The take is about the two teams. Go ahead. Sorry. All, right. All right, so we have the Philadelphia Eagles who beat the New York Giants 48 to 22. and we have the San Francisco 49ers who beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, with their backup quarterback, the 49ers had their backup quarterback in Brock Purdy, and they won 35 to seven so you know those two have been you know two of the most talked about teams in fc outside of the cowboys not, not many people believe in the vikings and you know the vikings just had their loss to the lions but we may talk about that later i don't know but what's it called so but outside of cowboys and the cowboys just had a close game with the with the texans but so which win would you say was more impressive between the Eagles Giants game and the 49ers Buccaneers game and you know did even though the um 49ers are playing their backup, how much of how much of a content how much of a threat do you see them to the Eagles with Brock Purdy? You asked me like two questions, and you should have just done one take. But that—that's
0: fine. It's okay. Um, what are your questions? Again? You so you said, how much I of a threat? Said,
1: of the- I said which win was more impressive, and how much of a threat do you think the Forty ers are to taking the to um to the Eagles in terms of like a Super Bowl threat with Brock Purdy? Like it's about the same two teams, so.
0: I mean, I would say the Niners' win was more impressive only because it was more shocking. Now, the Eagles' win was a little surprising, but they just did this to Tennessee, and they're clearly catching their stride. Um, But do I see the 49ers as a threat? I do.
2: For sure. Do you think that Brock
1: Purdy... Has is an upgrade from what you've seen so far over Jimmy. He's better than That's Jimmy. G. yes. there you go. That's All your right. question.
0: That was right. gonna be one of my takes, but since you just took three different, three different things, there I'll answer your question. All right.
2: Yes, he's better.
0: All right. Was that it? Was that your first take? You just wanted to ask me three questions about? Yeah. <laughs> guess I'll use one of my takes and just explain why I think Brock Purdy is better. Brock Purdy is better because he's got, if you saw today against the Bucks, 16 for 21, 185, two touchdowns. He's throwing bombs, but he also has just the athletic ability as well. He's making things happen inside the pocket, outside the pocket. Um, now nah, he's a monster. One thing um that did happen, Debo Samuel left the game. he he looks like he might be done for the rest of the season. He got card off the field. um so that kind of you know sucked to see obviously knowing how good you know Debo is, obviously an important to their team. We have Purdy, <laughs> two pass touchdowns, a rushing touchdown had me thinking like damn now he, he had a pick that got taken back um due to a penalty that was fraudulent but, but yeah I, I just think that he's more explosive than Jimmy G and seeing how yeah. the eagles are now able to explode on teams they need they need his offense and Pretty, pretty showed me he can do it.
2: Shows you he's capable. Yeah.
1: All right. Yeah, I, yeah. Just the fact that he's more mobile. He's he seems to you know. I mean, even when you heard him talk in the uh, in the in the uh, in the interview when he was talking about being able to play about Tom Br- to play against Tom Brady, you know, he seemed more. You know, some. Players in his position would, you know, just be like, "Yeah, I'm just there to get the win. It's just another game type thing, you know." Try, but he seemed excited. You know, he wanted to go out there and, you know, prove himself. You know, Tom Brady was another low round pick who turned obviously turned out to be way more than that pick was. So, you know, for Brock Brady to go from, I'm pretty sure he was like literally the last pick of the seventh round in the the draft.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, so you feel me? For him to go out there and, you know, be able to beat Tom Brady and the Buccaneers so badly, then I'm sure, you know, that was a special moment for him. So, you know, he definitely has a lot of potential. And just his athletic ability, Kyle, the way that Kyle Shanahan is able to, you know, run an offense for most quarterbacks, not all, because outside of Jimmy, you know, for the most part, all the other 49ers quarterbacks haven't really been able to win. Now, here's another question. This is actually a really important question. Where does this leave Trey in all this? If, if they go far in the playoffs with Brock Purdy, they used all of their resources to get Trey. Where Because he's the other quarterback. Like, Jimmy is there. But like they're kind of trying to push him out. And this is probably gonna be his last year at this point. Now that they found Brock. But like, where does this leave Trey? In the Jordan Love position, but worse.
0: Brock's better
1: than both of them. Tell you that right now. Well, Jordan Love is different because Aaron Rodgers is about is like 40. So Aaron Rodgers is about to leave. This dude is 22 or whatever, like 20, however old he is. And on a, like in the first, he's his contract, his rookie contract will expire before, well, after Trey's rookie contract. So, like, you know, you can't be a backup to somebody younger than you, or at least to somebody who was drafted after you were drafted. That's not a good sign. He's
2: in a bad spot.
0: They got him in here because the other guy gets hurt, and then he got hurt, so. Oh, mm,
1: well, yeah. That part is true. But that's going to that's gonna have to be a big thing for them to figure out.
2: I'm, I'm, bro, I think it's figured out.
1: I mean, it's only been a game and a half, but okay. I saw it. We'll we'll, we'll see when the playoffs come around and everything, but you know, he definitely showed a lot today. So is it? Uh, are you doing another one or is it mine now? No, I mean, go ahead. You just you said two things that I was going to say,
0: so I'll use that as my first take. Not much else to. There you go.
1: Okay, so, all right, so, <clears throat> now to go on to the NBA. So, there's been a little slide, you know, of one team, one team that, you know, a lot, most of the, M- most NBA fans don't seem to be very fond of right now, the <laughs> is, is, is that fair to say? Does the whole NBA, does the whole NBA universe hate them?
0: My man said it's time to take a shot.
1: Go ahead. I'll let you right. take it. Yeah, um, I, I no mean look them. I know I know your favorite players on the team, but like it just That's is not my favorite player for starters. I know your favorite players on the team, but <laughs> <No>. <laughs> right. so wow. the Phoenix Suns on uh, a four-game losing streak. So on Monday, they lost to the Mavericks 130 to 111. And then Chris Paul still wasn't back yet. But then, uh, the worst thing that could happen happened. He came back. But then on Wednesday, he did come back 4 4 4, and they lost by 40. No, they lost by 30. My bad. So they lost by 30 to the uh, Boston Celtics, 125 to 98. And then <clears throat> the story of the weekend has been the Phoenix Suns versus the New Orleans Pelicans. So um, on Friday, the Pelicans won, I guess technically, they won 126 to 117. But the final score says 128 to 117 because Zion disrespectfully hit a fucking 360 windmill dunk on him or whatever he did. 360 dunk at the end of the game. windmill. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 360 windmill dunk at the end of the game. And, you know, the, the Suns players were outraged and everything, you know, and they were, you know, campaign was like, we play with honor. We play with dignity. We play with respect, and we would never do that to somebody, to a team. But then, you know. In fairness, which I don't is, think anyone in the Suns can do a 360 windmill dunk. You said what? I don't think anyone in the Suns can do a windmill 360 dunk. I don't think most players in the league can, but that's a, that's a fair point. Zion is one of the best dunkers ever, but. Um, what's it called? Regardless, they say they play with honor when 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 they win a game. You know, even though there's like proven evidence that like they 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 will do be like do dirty unsportsmanlike things. But they say they played with in the playoff last year. Yeah, Toluca. So. Yeah. So like, there's there's evidence that you know That's they, kind of- they aren't quite, are quite the friendliest team out there. You know, and then Brandon Ingram went on social media, said, stop playing with us, stop playing with us, pussy. (laughs) So you feel me? There was a lot of hostility out there between them. So then the grand rematch happened today. And then in an overtime loss, Devin Booker didn't play. However, uh, in in an overtime game, the Pelicans won 129 to 124. You know. And, you know, it didn't show any fight out. I mean, they, they it, it went to overtime, but it seems like the Pelicans have the upper hand on them and they've been sliding. So what do you think of how, – how do you feel about the Suns? Do you think that they'll, you know, right the ship and be good throughout the season and into the postseason? Or do you think this is a big sign for concern for them, being on this four-game losing streak and – Kinda, kinda losing their, losing their cool, in the midst of it. Well, one thing that needs to be mentioned um
0: about this entire thing is that the Pelicans did play the Suns in the playoffs last year. Yes, who so forget? And Pelicans, <laughs> without Zion, without Zion, and they and went six
1: games. Yeah. So there's yeah. already built-in hostility there from that.
2: Hmm.
0: And not only, not only all that. But just looking at the games, you mentioned Booker didn't play. Brandon Ingram didn't play either game. Yeah. The Suns can't beat the Pelicans right now. And I know you want to make this about the Suns, but they'll be okay, I guess. To me, it's more about the Pelicans being the number one C right now. And yeah. And Zion right now kind of taking off. Um, and the story, as much as it, as it is, Zion – Really, it's it's Alvarado taking a step to yeah being a scorer at times. Now, he's not consistent with yeah. it, but being a real sixth man, a real yeah. scoring threat off the bench, and them just being an overall deep team, because now you have Larry Nance. We've seen Nick Marshall step up. The less Devontae Graham plays, the better. Um,
1: Trey Murphy, um, Herb Jones, even though Herb Jones has missed a few games recently but this year alvarado scoring 10 points a game
0: that in itself is huge he's <coughs> averaged 12, 13 in the last 10 he's been getting
1: better and better every game um well so he God, well he was well he only had 2 this game but outside of that yeah yeah i'm just saying like overall i know yeah, he had he 2 had this game but he had 20 last game yeah he recently so he had like 10. a game <laughs> Yeah, he recently had a thirty-eight point game, I believe. So they started
0: because CJ was out. Yeah. So now he's definitely taking a good leap. The Pelicans are a real deep team. Now about the um, the Suns, man, nobody fucked them. Um, We said last year they were like not all that. Fuck their regular season record, and you know. This year, the regular season I think I think it depends on matchups.
1: I think there'll be a first round exit if they don't. I think they're gonna be a first round exit. Now well, I, I do I do wanna ask you now since you brought this up. So where do go. you see the Pelicans going? Like how deep in the uh playoffs do you see them going? Who Ever
0: can avoid the Warriors the longest is going to make the conference finals, is my answer to
1: that. <laughs> okay. well, I mean, okay, so if, if they don't play the Warriors, so them versus any other team, You do you have them against any other team? It's all about health. Who knows? It's Who tough. knows if they'll stay healthy?
0: If they're healthy, healthy, yes. But I doubt that that's going to be the case. Because of their health issues, I would take Denver –
2: Over another with them. health issues, but
0: well, yeah. But I trust, I trust, I trust right now that Jamal and Jokic will be there at least. Even if Michael, I, I don't trust Michael to be there, but I don't trust In, I don't trust Zion or Ingram to necessarily be there. Either. Okay, and those are the two best players on the team. Really, should we trust CJ either?
2: <laughs> no, not really.
0: You so, interesting side note. I, I don't. I don't. This is <laughs> very random, but NBC really loves these blondes. That's that's all I'm gonna say on that. Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just watching the broadcast, and they got you know Sunday Night Football thing. It's
1: just something I just noticed. Just Ignore that. That's what we call an episode. Hey look, they're hosting the they're hosting the blonde tonight. Justin Herbert. <laughs> it's the blonde they're hosting tonight. So you I'm know, sure though, we are doing this. We are doing this right before Chargers Dolphins. So I'm sure that would be um so trickster alert, trickster alert, trickster
0: alert. <laughs> I'm interested, but I think the dolphins are gonna win. I think they'll win. By a solid amount, but if Herbert wins, we'll say. But it's two of the trickster. If Herbert wins, depends on how it happens. Dolphins defense isn't good, so Herbert could just outscore him. In which case, two and not a trickster. Herbert just not not if Herbert is moving himself out of trickster class as well. Mm. Damn, Waddle eleventh and TFF. Hill first, according to PFF rankings in the best receiver in the league because he's been the best receiver in the league for quite some time. Since we are on basketball, I'll go to my basketball take. Saturday night, the Warriors played the Celtics. Celtics up to that point, we're looking like, you know, Best team in the league. 21 and five. Um, Tatum was everyone's MVP over Giannis for some reason. Um but I, I understand that Giannis is never going to, you know, get those get that MVP love again. So Jokic still does for some reason. Whatever,
1: you know, Giannis is over Jokic in MVP voting, but I mean, I don't don't know why you said that. Giannis was second, and and Jokic is not on the top three.
0: So just what I've heard from him. He's been like, "Oh, Jokic
1: creep back into this." So right now, we did for like a minute, but right now it's um. It, number one is Tatum. Number two is Giannis. Number three is Luka. Cool.
0: So, and back to the, the take. um, I think that the Celtics are reaching a point here. Damn, it came out three and out for the Finns. Mm-hmm. But they came I out got first. Hmm? You said Waddle got it first. No, 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 no! I was saying Waddle's eleventh at PFF. Oh, uh, I was looking at the receiver rankings. I think they have two as third. Uh, third yeah. in QB. I was looking at PFF. They uh, when NBC does a lineup, they do the PFF rankings. When they like show the lineups. Uh, okay. fuck with. I actually do like it. Dang. Um, but. But, yeah, I would just say – I think the Celtics are in an unfortunate position where, what was it, 26 games in, everything they were lauded for, all that credit they kind of got, you know what I mean, for being that team. They're on a mission. I don't know who can beat them. It all got wiped away in one game, in my opinion. Now, I'll see what everyone says about it, but from what I saw, and again, I haven't seen the Celtics play too much this year. I've seen them play the the Cavs, and they split with them. Um, They clearly are taking it out on lesser teams. They come in locked in, but Tatum, 6-for-21, 18 points. Uh Jalen Brown, 31. I have a couple of interesting takes from this game, but I just think that I think we're at the point right now where the Celtics kind of there's nothing they can do now in the regular season to kind of, I don't know how to say it, prove themselves. (laughs) I think they know it, but it was kind of just a shocking reminder. They didn't have Al, but again, the Warriors didn't have Andrew Wiggins. And just one thing I kind of noticed with the Celtics, their offense is one of the best of all time, but their defense is not the same. And I think that's the impact of not having a
1: Doka. Well, they've also missed Robert William for the entirety of the season. And he's been – no, he was one of their best defenders.
0: Sure, forgot about Robert. He always – He's always – I was about to say he's always hurt, so it's easy to forget. Yeah. But um,
2: but he was there last year.
0: He was there last year. He was hurt toward the end of the regular season. Yeah, he he was there some of the postseason.
1: Yeah, part that matters. He
0: was, he was struggling in that Buck <laughs> series. I remember that tired of getting run, getting his shoulder, was yeah, his like, Everybody struggles against against yeah. that man. So yeah, but um, I don't know. I don't, I just don't know what to make of the Celtics. I'm, I'm trying, like, not to kind of count them out, but it looked real bad. They looked like they got punked.
1: So, right. Yeah, right. There's no other way to put it. What up? So, just in East rankings, like, where do you rank them in the East?
0: Put them second.
1: You just have Milwaukee over them?
0: Yeah. I think they're better than the Cavs, but are, at this – is that good enough for them at this point to make these conference finals and lose? I don't think so. You think it's finals or bust? I, it has to be. They just did it. They just did it. And now they have an MVP candidate, right? Yeah. And they've, they've made go for it moves.
1: I mean again like you said them losing their coach is going to mean they they have a fine record now so it hasn't affected them in the regular season at least but you know there's a lot of really good regular season coaches that you know when the playoffs come around don't 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 quite show up so we'll see how the coach does when the playoffs come around but yeah you know the regular season just doesn't mean too much for a team that just made the finals outside outside the suns clearly they wanted it really bad but they <laughs> just but i think that this game mattered the rematch
0: i how could it not matter
2: I mean, right. yeah
1: i hear what you're saying it's a significant game of course But uh, but you know, those stuff like you said, they were missing a couple pieces. Like Al was there, you know, throughout the postseason, and he was a significant factor. And Tatum was awful. but.
0: But Tatum was awful last year too. Yeah, he looked the same. Yeah, crazy because again, I know Tatum made so many strides this year. He's been a better player, looked stronger, more confident. Taking this game, he looked the same. He looked yeah. just like he did in the finals, and that's not a good sign. He, they all look the same. He, they Which for Jalen Brown isn't a bad thing. Jalen Brown looked the fucking same too. He was trying to carry him to that win. Just <laughs> couldn't do it. That's true. <clears throat> and I just one thing I kind of did notice, right? Mm-hmm. And first off, I'm also very happy. I wanted Darnell here for this reason. I, I for the for the the like um uh, I'm very happy. I was I was the only one who was on. The, I'm not worried about the Warriors train. You guys are worried. And then I got laughed at for saying Clay snapped on the Rockets, and I was like, oh, I was on Rockets. I'm like, I nah, think I think it matters, Cletus. 24 snapped most mm-hmm. shots on the team perfect position i I really like the the him pool curry for clay because then there's two guys who can kind of just be erratic shoot the ball and then he just gets to be in rhythm really, really more the third option he
1: just was completely dominant in that position well, yeah. um, that's part of their you know their new death lineup when they when they go to it the the um steph Poole, clay wiggins draymond it's generally like their their new death lineup so no they try to go to that when they can.
2: Whether yeah. Wiggins is there or not.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, def- it definitely worked. It looked good. I like what I saw, and I figured that that would have to be the adjustment. But um, one thing I kind of saw with the Celtics, I'm not Things good or bad, but it's maybe we've mentioned this before, and I'm not saying that their levels are the same. I think it's actually reversed. But really, Tatum, his style is just more like Paul George, and Jalen yeah. Brown is more like Kawhi. So... And it just seems like against teams like this, I don't know. I guess maybe because the Warriors are more used to guarding someone like him and maybe other teams aren't as used to guarding, you know what I mean? Someone like that, but they've had so many series against like Apollo George or even if you want to say it, against like and they Really? How many times have the
1: Warriors – Play Paul George in no, the playoffs.
0: Maybe you not know, Paul George. Maybe like I was thinking, kind of like
1: KD like as well. Yeah. Well, he played on the team, of course, and then they that played him one time. So they just
0: seem like a bad matchup for him, and that's troubling. Yeah. I'm not I'm not gonna say anything like Tatum's a trickster because he's not. I think he's a great player. But I just think that this particular is a bad matchup, but I don't know what the Celtics can really do about it. If so I'm gonna be honest.
2: I mean it's gonna to have to you be don't the defense good. is so dumb.
0: Anyway, go ahead. It's just all no reason. I mean, no I mean reason.
1: the new acquisitions are gonna to have to, you know, play a play a bit more of a significant role for them, you know. I mean we saw we already saw what it was when with their old acquisitions, but you know just having somebody I mean the I think thing Brogdon the- was good and Blake was good.
0: They were good. Yeah. They were good. Bogdan at 16 on six to ten. Blake 13 four five. I don't know how much else you can want from them yeah. to be completely honest with. You. Yeah. Is Al gonna help stop 15 points? Grant was out there. Like, I'm – it's concerning because in a playoff series, Derek White, would he do anything to the Warriors? No. No. Sam Houser? No. Saw Derek White last year, Look terrified against him. Against these people. Saw it. It was happening again. It all looked the same. And it's really all on Tatum. Because I yeah. think Jalen's really good to great, too. It's
1: just, yeah, 30. Yeah, the I mean, whoever's better really does depend on the matchup. And like you said, Jalen definitely does normally have play the better matchup against them from what we've seen out there. And, you know, you could say it was because Wiggins was on. Uh, Clay, I mean Wiggins was on Tatum during the finals, but you know now he wasn't even there, and Tatum was still bad. So you know it can't be. It's just maybe it's just a mental thing. You know that's kind of the thing. I feel
0: like it's not, though. I feel like it's. I don't because he didn't he he didn't look discouraged. I honestly think a lot of it is Draymond and Looney at the basket. Yeah. But it's like the way it's it's like Looney is like quick enough, athletic enough. He he not Tatum can't just
1: get by him. Like Looney has like those goals. Well if you really if you like when you really watch it, he doesn't normally like get by people he normally just shoots over people he, like his his for the most part his whole play style is to just both him and Jalen both of them a lot Jalen's more of a slasher but like both of them the way they play a lot is literally just to shoot over top of people's faces so
0: I am. Um, I have a new opinion as I'm watching this game. Yeah, I, I want to blame Herbert, but yeah, the Brandon Staley just has to get fired. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry to interrupt. That was, I just watched him on a fourth and two run like a jet. You know, like a jet motion play. Yeah. But it was like obvious. And they snapped it so late. I don't know how to explain. It was just a terrible call. And I also saw a stat that they throw for it in goal-to-go situations 80% of the time. Damn. Most in the NFL
1: in 30 years. So, so is he not a trickster? Is, this, is he just unfortunately poorly coached?
0: I think he might be, but I definitely think he's unfortunately coached. Mm. I think they're coaching him like he's Phillip Rivers. Like he can't do other things, <laughs> so too early tell. But yeah, those are my those are my thoughts. That it was it just looked bad. It was like oh, and there were moments, by the way, where I'm happy I kept my stock on this guy as well, Kaminga. It just looked like yeah. the Warriors, like other guys. I'm not gonna say they look better than the Celtics. Of the guy, because Brogdon was really good. Blake was really good. But it's like the Warriors' ceiling still looks higher. Higher. Like, Kaminga snap, He had 14. Even Di he didn't really do much, but he was cool. I don't know how to put it. It was just very interesting. And, like, we know Wiggins wasn't there.
2: You know? And
0: yeah. it was just, just... The Warriors just look better than them still. Yeah. Don't know how to say it, but... That's my second take. So, Dom, what's your, uh, what's your third
1: take? All right. So, we already talked about two sports. So, let's talk about a third sport. So, you feel me? So, as we all know, the Cup is going on. It's been going on for a while. We're getting into the uh, semifinals now. So, the two semifinalist matchups are – let me see – it is Argentina, Argentina versus Croatia, versus Croatia yeah. and France versus Morocco. So, you know, yesterday, the I mean, yeah, it was yesterday. So the England and France game and the Morocco-Portland game was on. So, like, just watching both of those games, you know. So I just, like, kind of saw both teams as game plans and everything. So the way the Morocco plays pretty much for the most part is like they'll try they'll try to like sneak one off so really like they'll play a lot of defense and then they'll try to catch you slipping and try to basically just score a fast break basket on you or a fast break goal on you and, and then just go back to playing defense all game. And like their their whole their whole deal is to stop you. Now just watching it. Now they're they're highly athletic. They're fast as fuck. They all jump high as shit so you know they're highly athletic and everything like that but just watching portugal it just seemed like they just had so many opportunities to score but like they just weren't quite able to do it they they just like like again it wasn't easy cuz fun fact for nobody not a single team has scored on morocco yet including penalty kicks the only goal against Morocco has been scored by a Moroccan player against themselves. So they've mm. been, you know, the best defense throughout the entire world cup so far. But again, just watching I'm just, I'm just looking like, this just doesn't look sustainable for an entire tournament where, cause it's not like when they were playing defense, like um, Portugal was in the, and, and again, Portugal, they just didn't quite have the athleticism that Morocco had, you know. Some of their, their, some of their players are older. Like, uh, obviously, Ronaldo's pretty old. And, like, again, they didn't have, like, the vertical and everything like that that, that um, Morocco had, which actually played a big part because, like, you know, there were, there were crossers that were there to be had, but they just couldn't have them because they just couldn't jump high enough. So, like, vertical is, like, much more important. And I, I didn't realize how important it was until I watched this game. I was like, oh, you do kind of have to jump high as shit to get these crossers. But, um, yeah, just, like, watching them play, it was just, like, this doesn't look sustainable because, like, Portugal wasn't just in the midfield. They were, like, dead ass in front of their goal for, like, the entirety of the game. So mm-hmm. it's just, like, once a team, like, f- like, finesses one in, nobody scored on them yet. So like, you know, when that happens, it'll be interesting to see what happens when a team eventually does score on them. Cause like, obviously, you know, France is a France is an offensive powerhouse. You know, they have um, they uh, they have Mbappe, they have um, Gerard, they have Paul Pogba. They just have a lot of team. They just have a lot of players out there that are capable of you know doing things and even and you know um, um. the guy that scored the goal, I forget his name. It's like, let me look it up real quick. Uh, to to, to, uh, to Many. So you know he scored the first goal for for um for for France against England. But then watching the England and France game too, like their offense was there, but like England really outplayed them for the majority of the game. If you really watched it, like they they missed they missed on a couple of opportunities themselves, but like England looked like they were in control for the majority of the game, but, and and France is deep. Like it was, it was a much faster paced game. The Portugal Morocco game was pretty like slow paced. Again, Portugal was just like trying to figure out a way to score and just could never do it for the entirety game. But, you know, France and England were just running up and down the court I mean the field. But Again, it just, it just seemed like England had the upper hand, but you know France was just able to finesse just a couple more goals out there. You know they were they were basically double teaming Mbappe like throughout the entire game, so it allowed a couple other people to it allowed to um, to Chiumini and Gir- and Giroud to get you know the two goals out there. And the only goal that England scored was on a free kick, so you know. But still, like when you watch when you uh, England like France scored first, so you know it just it just looked like England was like pressing a little bit, but they did just like look in control. But France's defense just looked a bit suspect to me, a little bit. So I think that'll be a, it'll be an interesting matchup for sure. Because I'm like when France like if if and when France scores i'm assuming they will score at least one time against Porsche, i mean against morocco like how will they respond to that and if they score first then like you know how will that break the the game plan so i don't know i think i think france is going to win this game but again they also have some flaws that were like shown throughout that. So I know you said you watched the um, England-France game. I don't know if you watched any of the Portugal-Morocco game, but what's your opinion on these teams? And this is just one of the semifinal games. I didn't watch much of the other two teams, so I don't have too much of an opinion on on, uh, Argentina versus Croatia. But if you have one, then you can, you know, jump in
0: for that. My opinion is that it sucks that these games are on from 10 to 10, Well, they're two. To, they started two, but whatever. I'm at for the majority of the thing. Yeah. Uh, well, that's a little bit of France, England. France looks lit, but I couldn't really come up with you. I you, you didn't mention Harry Kane missing the penalty kick, so that was yeah. obviously a huge... But um, nah, I, I can't really come with a complete take, given the fact that I can't watch the games as much as I would like. All right, well, and it's what Tuesday, Wednesday, yeah, I can't watch the games. Yeah, sucks. Well.
2: Yeah.
1: happens though, man. It happens. Maybe, maybe in the next, maybe in the next four years. Yeah, maybe four years. When it's in America, it will be in America. It will be throughout. All of North America. There'll be some in Philly, some in um, uh, LA, some in Dallas, Houston, DC, Boston, New York, Toronto, Vancouver, Mexico City, and various other cities. Kansas City, Seattle, various other cities throughout the uh, throughout the continent. So, but it will be all throughout North America. So you will have the opportunity to watch the World Cup wherever you are, as long as you're in North America. You going to some games? I might try to see. It depends on how much it costs, but I might try to see if I can slide to a Philly one. All right. Wherever. Depends on cost, though. I'm certain that it's going to be like, $2,000 Two thousand dollars for nosebleeds. So huh?
0: that's true. Yeah, it is the World Cup. So we can't kind of tax for that kind of thing. So what? I said they can't kind
1: of tax for that kind of thing. Yeah, if it happens once every four years and it's the most popular sport in the world. So
0: my um, my final take, man. I just gotta keep it. Just gotta keep it real with you.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, of all of our
0: picks, the Super Bowl that the season, mm-hmm. I'm the most confident in mine than anyone else's, and I got laughed at for it. Yes, the Chiefs are worrying me from a perspective of my pick. Okay. And the only reason I say that is their defense. It is not average. It is
1: really bad. Yes. Defense does so. They did walk in there with a 27-0 lead and barely escaped with a 30, like a 33 to 30. 34, 20. 28 win. Yeah. Um
0: now part of it, Mahomes threw two interceptions in the middle. He kind of melted down for no reason. Ended up with three interceptions. Yeah. So, me and me and Dom were having a conversation, and I said Joe Burrow is ahead of him in the MVP race. Hurts won. I would say Burrow two, Mahomes three. Dom was talking all that shit.
1: I mean, uh, Mahomes is still one, but still has a better record. But uh, Burrow beat him. Mahomes has a better record. That, that does matter.
2: Burrow beating him matters too. Okay. If it's just head to heads. It's not just head to heads.
1: So what else is it? Jimmy Joseph. So Mahomes has so Mahomes has better stats everywhere and a better record. So the only thing based off of it is the he has a better QBR, more yards, more touchdowns. Less interceptions. The only thing he has over him is the head to head. So so you're
2: basing it off the head to head. Just think Burrow
1: is ahead in the MVP race at the moment, sir. Just my opinion. But you said it's not just the head to head, but like where else? Like, what other reason? I do BFL think him having his best receiver for four games matters and him
0: not losing in those four games matters. I do think that some of it does have to come. I think personally for me, some of it comes to play, you know, how they've been doing later throughout the season Um, as it gets closer to that point. And I do think Burrow is kind of hitting an uptick, whereas Mahomes – I think a down tick necessarily, but he isn't quite on the same level that he was before.
2: So I guess, yeah, I think that is a down tick. Um these past two. I would
1: put Burrow as my number three. I would put Mahomes as my number two. And I will stick with Jalen as I have all season as my number one. Never wavered on that. (laughs) Ever ever since they beat the Vikings, I was like, yeah, Jalen, Jalen's MVP. (laughs) And people were trying, you know, throw that shit away from him after the Washington loss. No, it wasn't really his fault that they lost, but fuck it. Nah, Jalen's the MVP. But... Will the will the media will the will the people give it to him? That's the biggest question.
0: He has oh. twenty. He has 30, passing yards, sixty-eight percent completion, twenty touchdowns, three picks and ten rushing touchdowns. So, yes, MVP right now. And they're twelve and
1: one. He's <laughs> gonna right, thirty touchdowns, three interceptions. It's pretty good. It's a pretty good ratio right there.
2: It is.
0: And, man, that's how Rodgers kept getting them.
1: Well, Rodgers, well, you know, they they, they don't really like that running stuff. They kind of really only like it when you you throw it. Burrow has
0: 3,500 yards, 25 touchdowns, eight
1: interceptions. Uh, uh, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Mahomes has like 4,000-something yards. Five rushing touchdowns for Burrow. Okay. So how much is that? That's like 25 altogether. You said 20 passing or? 25 passing. Okay, so it has 30 altogether. Yeah. And you said five interceptions or eight? Eight. Okay, so thirty touchdowns, eight interception, so thirty five hundred passing yards, and Mahomes has four thousand. So
0: I think, I think, I think right now. So this is before today. ESPN did an update. So Burrow has, we'll say thirty seven hundred. Hurts threw for. Hurts yeah, has more than thirty at this point, because now he has ten. But passing wise, I think he added a couple as well, at least two. So he's at thirty two, and three. Mahomes. Let's see. I'll do some quick math. 4,100 yards, passing, 33 passing touchdowns, 11 picks.
1: Two and uh, he has two rushing touchdowns, so he has 30. So he has uh, 35 touchdowns altogether. 35 and 11 versus 30 and
2: 8.
1: 200 more yards. Well, you then take into account that he just played as well. So No, I did.
0: I added it. Thirty-three passing touchdowns. No, so so doesn't he have so now he has um No, he has thirty. I did the
1: math. I did the math. I added his three from today. Oh, so he had eight interceptions before? Yes. Now he okay. Got eleven. It's a lot of interceptions, dude. Yes, that's what threw Josh Allen out the race. So, even though they have the same record, I think. But. So Burrow five less, five less passing
0: touchdowns. What's it? Three less picks. Well, five and less. Head-to-head. Well, five one less head-to-head. total touchdowns. Five less total touchdowns. Three less picks. One less win. But he beat him head to head. Didn't have his best receiver for four games. Well, the Chiefs have been, had a rotation of receivers, but thus far, receiver, pass catcher, whatever you want to call it. Oh,
1: they, they, they've, they've had a cycle of receivers,
0: pass catcher. Travis Kelsey has not missed a. <laughs>
2: You thought it was ridiculous, me saying Burrow. The stats... The question... Here's the question. Mm Mm-hmm. Is 300 yards, five touchdowns, and three interceptions a good game? Sure, yeah. (laughs) That's
1: a long pause. and I say it's not? So, uh, I mean, it depends on what it turns, what the result turns into. Well, Joe beat him head to head, so give me Joe because I've seen Joe, you know, throw three interceptions and win. So did had he? Have, didn't he do the same thing against the Steelers? He, he did, and the that was first one. game, and that, was, not, that was I'm saying, and they was win the and win the game. They, they didn't win. They actually lost because of a missed their point. Uh,
2: uh, Should have.
1: Should have won the game, but he didn't. But he did. Look, five touchdowns.
2: Hey, but I'm gonna give him that one, so that they have the same record. Joe has a head head win, head head dub over the man. Mm-hmm.
0: I again think missing Jamar Chase for four games and Mahomes not missing Kelsey at all a big factor that you just refuse to admit. Which I find kind of funny, but that's. well,
1: well, I just I do I've seen all of Mahomes receivers get hurt outside of Travis Kelsey. So I'm like, you know, I think that's that's pretty pivotal as well.
0: Burroughs, all of his receivers are hurt too. I think hunter Henry's not Hunter Henry. What's his name? Uh, oh, the tight end Hurst is out right now. Oh.
1: So both teams have played, played so both both either. Teams have dealt, huh? I
0: think T. Higgins missed today too.
1: So both teams have dealt with significant injuries to their receiving course. He hasn't missed his best
0: receiver. Like that's not the same. His best guy has been there the entire
1: year. All right, man. We're just talking about. We're having a debate about who's number two. Shout out Hurts. Shout out out Hurts. We're just we're just debating who's
2: number two right now. So, my man Tyler Boyd really sucks. Didn't he get? Wasn't he out for the game? No, he played.
0: I thought he was out. One target. Yeah, he stopped. Yeah. Who catches? T. Higgins Higgins was out. Uh,
2: Yeah. Yeah, Tyler Boyd, not quite it. T. Higgins is it, but Tyler Boyd, not quite. Mm-hmm. Anyway,
0: man, um, you got anything else you oh, want to tell? Oh, he got the- hurt. He did get hurt. He got okay. hurt during the game. He dislocated his finger. Damn.
2: My bad, T-boy. Uh, Put some respect on his name. Sorry.
0: But uh, anything else you want to tell the people? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, out want to go recover from my soccer game. Dom Pele. Dom Ronaldo. I
2: want to figure out how I can put my name into that. Ronaldo. Nah, that sounds stupid. I'll
0: figure something out by next time. Damipe. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh yeah. Dumbape. <laughs> yeah.
0: Fucking. I don't know. I'll figure I'll figure something Emmanuel out. Emmanuel Ache releases this track of Justin yeah. Herbert. Alright, well, I think that's I think
1: that's our time to go. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Alright, thank you. <laughs> thank you guys for listening um for Doms is Demetrius, and I uh I uh, hope you guys enjoy it triple I mean double
2: D's deuces, <laughs> deuces. <laughs>